Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred words of the Bible. Each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to today's podcast. It is Monday, January 3rd, 2022. So glad to have you guys on. Uh, we are now in the first uh, first podcast of 2022, man. So this will be an exciting year. I uh, look forward to the things ahead. Uh, and so glad to have you a part of it, man. You know, this is this cool learning community doesn't happen without you. Um, so I love you guys. Thank you so much for being on, whether you're on the podcast, whether you're on Facebook. Um, just so glad that you're a part of it. And uh, so, yeah, today, this year, we're going to get in the word, man. We're going to do what we've been doing for uh, almost two years now together. And that is uh, spending some time in the word every day. Um, I think I, I don't know about you, but I hope I, well, the reason we do it is it it, it changes us. We uh, we get better. We get um, we improve. We get to know more about ourselves, know about more about the Lord and others and how we can make a difference in this world. And um, that's why we read, we change, we pray, uh, we read, we pray, we change the world. Um, so it's not just this moment, but it's what we take out of this moment into the world um, to make it a better place and to bring more glory and honor to to the Lord. So thank you so much for being uh, on and being a part of this community. And thank you for sharing it, subscribing, all of those things. Uh, it's been cool to see how this community has has grown. Uh, as we start this new year, we over 14,000 downloads to the podcast. 14,000. So who knows where it'll go this year, right? Who knows? Who knows where it'll go this year? Uh, but just in the last, since we the podcast really only started last May, May of 2021. And in those six, seven months, 14,000 downloads to the podcast. So uh, it'll be exciting to see um, how this uh, learning community grows this year. And um, and thank you for spreading the word about it. It's awesome. All right. Well, so what we're doing today, we're going to be reading. Uh, we're going to continue on with what we began during the season of Advent. And now we're the sec second Sunday after Christmas. And we are going through this devotional guide, this uh, minister's prayer book. And uh, it comes with weekly readings. And since this is the, uh, you know, what is known as the 12 days of Christmas, <laughs> because you go from Christmas to January 6th, essentially, um, you have these 12 days of Christmas. And so, uh, which Epiphany is a big uh, uh, his, a historic uh, day of celebration in the Christian church. So the, Christ, the time between Christmas and January 6th, there are daily readings. Um, and so right now, the theme for this week between the second Sunday after Christmas, this theme for this week is light of light. That's who Jesus is, light of light. Uh, and the theme verse is 1 John 1, 5, God is light. And in him is no darkness at all. Wow. So, the course, the readings for this week are are for today, January third, is uh, Genesis twenty eight, ten verse uh, twenty eight, ten through twenty two, Hebrews eleven, thirteen through twenty two, and John ten seven through 
um, 17. Let's do it. Let's do it. Good morning, everybody. Great to have you guys on. Uh, let's do it. On this Monday morning uh, reading, let's jump in. And I'm over here in John. What am I doing? I got to go to Genesis. Let's go back to Genesis. The Bible. And I, you know, I should know where these books are by now, but anyway. John 20, or Gen, look at, listen to me. Just listen to me. Genesis 28, 10 through 22. Here we go. This is uh, the story of Jacob. Great story. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Jacob and Esau, two twin brothers, Jacob the deceiver. But um, God never gives up on him and uses his, his crazy ways to do great things. And Jacob becomes Israel. Uh, yeah. So Genesis chapter 28, verse 10, Jacob left Beersheba and set out for Haran. When he reached a certain place, he stopped for the night because of because the sun had set. Taking one of the stones there, he put it under his head and lay down to sleep. He had a dream in which he saw a stairway resting on earth with its top reaching to heaven and the angels of God ascending and descending on it. There above it stood the Lord, and he said, I am the Lord, the God of your father Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I will give you and your descendants the land on which you are lying. Your descendants will be like the dust of the earth, and you will spread out to the west and to the east and to the north and to the south. All the peoples of the earth will be blessed through your offspring, through you and your offspring. Wow. So Jacob here is receiving the um, the, the blessing uh, that went to his grandfather, Abraham. So he is now the recipient of that promise that through Jacob now, all the nations of the earth will be blessed. Verse 15, I am with you and I will watch over you wherever you go. Hey, you might need to hear that today. You know what? You might need to hear that today. The beginning of this new year, the word of the Lord saying to you, I am with you. I will watch over you. Um, you don't know because we can't know from a human perspective all that will we will face this year, all that will come down the road tomorrow, later on this afternoon, or even next year, or the end of this year. But we can know, thanks, thanks be to God, we can know the one who watches over us. Yeah, we can know that God watches over us, that he's with us wherever we go. So he told Jacob, I'm with you wherever you go, and I will bring you back to this land. I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised. Mm. Now, you got to get this because at this point in the story, uh, I was trying to just look back to see the context. But yeah, that's what, I, the, what had happened right here was Jacob was leaving his homeland. He was being run out, of, run, out of, run out of his homeland. And because of decisions that he had made, nobody's fault, his but his own and his mom. <laughs> his, mom was, his mom put him up to some stuff too. But... Uh, Jacob was in a lonely place, man. Jacob was in a lonely place. He was in a place where he felt, uh, you know, what's going to be, what's going to become of me? I'm leaving everything I've ever known. I'm leaving the, the land I've ever known. And uh, what's ever, what's going to become of me? And uh, in this, that moment of confusion and, and concern and worry and uh, uncertainty, you enter a new year, there's uncertainty. Jacob was that times 10 because he was leaving everything he knew. 
And and overnight, God appears to him and says, you know what? I'm with you, man. I mean, he didn't say man. He said, he said, Jacob, I'm with you. I am the Lord. I will guide you. And despite the way it looks, I'm going to use you to bless the whole uh, nation, the whole world. All people through you will be blessed. And when Jacob woke, verse 16, when Jacob woke, awoke from his sleep, he thought, surely the Lord is in this place. And I was not aware of it. Whew. You know, uh, there's a lot of time. You, you may be in a place right now, and you may not be aware of it, but the Lord's in that place. You're on your way to, you're like, right here, here in my bathroom? <laughs> right right here in my bathroom? In my shower? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. You're in your car, you're like, in this little pinto? The Lord the Lord in this pinto? They don't even make those anymore. You can't even find them. Not that you would want to find one, but you can't even find a pinto. But <laughs> you're like, the Lord, the Lord, the Lord in this, uh, the Lord in this pinto? Really? In this bathroom? The Lord in this bathroom? Seriously? And, um, but yeah, he's there. He's in your house. In this little house. Yeah, he's in that little house. He's there with you. And, um, and you didn't know it. You look back over your life at times, you thought, man, I thought I was on my own, but I wasn't. God was with me. Think about that. Maybe it's a good beginning of the year reflection. Man, at times in my life, I thought I was alone, and uh, and I wasn't alone. I wasn't alone at all. God was with me. I wasn't, God was with me. He was right there with me the whole time, and, and I didn't even know it. Um, yeah. Maybe it was your... Uh, when you went off to school, maybe it was you when you made that first big move, when maybe when you joined the military, maybe it was when you were stationed in that obscure place, maybe it was when you were in that first job that you thought was a dead end, maybe whatever it was, who knows? Maybe it was um, that place you lived, that season of life that was difficult. You thought, I was alone, but as I look back, the Lord was in that place, and I did not even know it. Whoa. That's what Jacob said. He said, the Lord was here. I didn't know it. When Jacob woke from sleep, surely the Lord is in this place, and I was not aware of it. Verse 17, he was afraid and said, how awesome is this place? This is none other than the house of God, Bethel, 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 house of God. This is the gate of heaven. Early in the morning, Jacob took the stone he had placed under his head and set it up as a pillar and poured oil on top of it. He called that place Bethel, Bethel though the city used to be called Luz. Ooh. Oh, you got to love that. You got to love that. Mm. The place used to be called Luz. Luz. And it's the English transliteration, but you got to love this, right? I mean, just the trans, the English deal. It used to be a place called Luz. Luz. It ain't Luz no more. It's called the house of God. Mm. Ooh, you hear that? It used to be a place called Luz. This be before I lost. I thought it was a place where I lost. I thought it was a place where I lost things. I thought it was a place where God forgot me. I thought it was a place where I didn't count, where I didn't matter. But you know what? It used to be called lose. But right now, but right now, it's called the house of God. Mm. That's what Jacob learned. That's what Jacob learned. It used to be called lose. It ain't lose no more. It's called house of God. <laughs> Bethel. Yes. That's good stuff right there. All right. Let's jump over to Hebrews. Ooh, you know, Hebrews. Hebrews. Hebrews is good stuff. Hebrews 11, the faith chapter. 
Hebrews 11 is awesome. It's the faith chapter. It's the hall of faith. Romans chapter 5 is the grace chapter of the Bible. Um, Hebrews 11 is the faith chapter. The hall of faith. And uh, so yesterday, if you follow the readings, yesterday was Hebrews 1 through 12. Today we start at verse 13. Um, we'll jump there. Start there. 13 through 22. All these people were still living by faith when they died. So all you mentioned this 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 great uh, this great uh, list of faithful people of God. All these people were still living by faith when they died. They did not receive the things promised. They only saw them and welcomed them from a distance, admitting that they were foreigners and strangers on earth. People who say such things should show that they were looking for a country of their own. If they had been thinking of the country they had left, they would have had the opportunity to return. Instead, they were longing for a better country, a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be there called their God, for he has, repaired, he has prepared a city for them. Wow. Just, just hold on there. So he's saying that's exactly what Jacob was doing, right? Jacob was leaving the city. He was leaving what he knew for a country. He didn't know the future. He didn't know what was going to be next. But uh, the writer of Hebrews is saying that's true of all the faithful. You know, we, we walk step by step, faith by faith, every day. We, we only know what we left. We don't know what we're going to. That's just, a, that's just a fact of life and perspective. We only know what we left. That's why people are so reluctant to change, because you only know what you got and you only know what you had, but you don't know what God's wait, got waiting for you. Oh, come on. Come on, somebody. You don't know what God's got waiting for you, but you got to let go of what you got to get what he got. Did you get that? You got to let go of what you got to get what he got what he's got for you that's faith it's letting go of what was in the past and step forward towards the future and i love this verse guys this verse is awesome this verse therefore god is not ashamed to be called their god man you ever feel like god's ashamed of you you ever feel like god's ashamed of you he's not he is not ashamed to be called your god look he's seen worse than you he's seen worse than me He's seen a whole lot worse. That's why they that's why you gotta read the that's why you gotta read the uh the 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 people ahead of ahead of this. They all some of them messed up, man. Some of them messed up. You got Abraham, he he wasn't all that all the time. You got Noah, you got Sarah, you got Abel, you got Enoch, you got all these people. Noah, he wasn't always great either. They all made mistakes. But God wasn't ashamed to call them his wasn't ashamed to call them his children. Oh. And he's not ashamed to he's not a, he's not ashamed to call you his child either. And guess what? He got a he got a city prepared for you. Praise God. Verse 17. By faith, Abraham, when God tested him, offered Isaac as a sacrifice. He who had he he who had embraced the promise about was about to sacrifice this one and only son, even though God had said to him, It is through Isaac. And your offspring will be reckoned. Abraham reasoned that God could even raise the dead. And so in a manner of speaking, he did receive Isaac back from the dead. Yeah, he trusted God. Isaac was the promise. And yet I, Abraham was willing to uh, bring Isaac up Mount Moriah because he believed God was going to do something. Even if God had to raise Isaac from the dead, he was going to do something. Because God is the God of his word. If he promises something, he's not going to take it back. 
And if my offspring are going to be blessed, and if Isaac's going to be the source of blessing and promise, then God's going to figure out a way to, even if I, even if he's sacrificed on the altar, he's going to raise him back up from the dead, just like he did Jesus. Yeah, that's faith, man. It's like, what, 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 did, what, did, what, what is that point? I, Abraham only knew what he had, which was what? Isaac. But he got more than Isaac. He's got God. So I can even let go of Isaac because what what's what's the source of the promise isn't fundamentally Isaac. The source of the promise is fundamentally God. And God's going to keep his word. You only know what you got. But you don't know what you can get unless you let go of what you got. Because God got what you got, what you're going to get. <laughs> you got all that? Um, it's trusting him, trusting the Lord, step by step, moment by moment. He's good. He loves us. He's not ashamed to call us his children. Man. John chapter 10, verse 7. Jump over to some uh, some red letters. Ooh, I don't know about yours, but my, my Bible, these are red letters. <laughs> you know, Jesus spoke in red letters. Jesus spoke in red letters. <laughs> he just went around speaking in red. There he went. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. So glad to have you guys on. John chapter 10. I love this chapter. Yeah. I love this chapter. The sheep know the shepherd's voice, man. This is one of my favorite verses in the entire Bible. My, one of my favorite chapters in the entire Bible right here. John chapter 10. We underestimate the power of this, man. The sheep and the shepherd. It's this powerful thing. The powerful connection between the sheep and the shepherd and knowing his voice and hearing his voice. Yeah, man. 7 through 17, Jesus says, therefore says again, very truly I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who have come before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep have not listened to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. Mm. They will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. Mm. Man, hear that. That's what God wants for you. Want, look, the enemy will try to tell you Jesus came to stifle your, 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 uh, stifle your freedom and, and hold you back and take all the good things from you. And just wants you to be miserable and just gives you a bunch of rules. And that's what he tells the world. That's what he tells the world. That's why that's what he that's his that's his oldest tactic is just to try to convince the world that God's against you. He just that goes all the way back to the garden. He God, God really just doesn't want you to have that. The reason he doesn't want you to have that because he knows that when in the moment that you do, your odds are gonna be open, you're gonna be as strong as he is. Well, that's a lie. And that's what the enemy does. Oh, God, God's trying to hold back from you. God's trying to, but Jesus makes it very clear. Look, this is what I've the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I've come that you might have life and have it to the full, that you might have abundant life. You only know what you got, but you don't know what you could get if you let go of what you got and follow Jesus. Mm. Jesus says, I've come that you have, might have life and have it abundantly. That's what he wants for you. What does God want for you in 2022? He wants for you to have abundant life. Now, listen, listen, listen to what I'm not saying. Don't hear what I'm not saying. A lot of people think, well, Jesus just wants me to be happy. Eh, he wants you to be holy. 
Jesus just wants me to be happy. So whatever I want, that's what God wants me to want and wants me to have. Uh, false. Fake news. <laughs> that's fake news right there. If somebody tells you God just wants you to be happy, you're hearing a lie right now. You're hearing a lie. God wants you to have abundant life. And how many of you know abundant life and, uh, and instantaneous happiness is not the same thing? Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Getting quiet out there. Come on, right? Abundant life and having life to the full is not the same as my every whim and my, uh, my instantaneous happiness. No. God just wants me to be happy. No, 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 no. He wants you to be conformed into the image of his son. And that will bring ultimate joy. But it may not be, in the short run, the happiest thing in your life. <laughs> but it's good. It's good. Right? When you abstain from that big old piece of chocolate cake, it don't make you happy. Not in, not in the immediate, not instantly, but it's for our good. Right? He wants us to have life to the full. Verse 11, I am the good shepherd. And yes, he is. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand is not the shepherd. It does not own the sheep. That hired hand, man, he going to run. That hired hand, he don't care about them sheep. He worry about a paycheck. <laughs> Come on. What a hired, a difference between an owner and a hired hand. Owner cares about the sheep. The hired hand owns cares about the paycheck. <laughs> That's the difference. A good shepherd, he loved, he loved the sheep. He ain't worried about the benefit. He ain't worried about, you know, the money. He's worried about the sheep. Hired hand, he just wants the paycheck. He just want to get paid. Because he doesn't own the sheep. So when he sees a wolf coming, them sheep in trouble. <laughs> when, when a wolf comes and they're being watched by hired hand, them sheep in trouble. Because the hired hand is like, it's either me or the sheep. We're going to give up the sheep. We're going to give up the sheep. That's what a hired hand does. So when he sees a wolf coming, he abandons the sheep, and he runs like a little chicken. That's what it says right there. It says he runs like a little chicken. No, I didn't say that. But he runs. He runs away. Then the wolf attacks the flock and scatters it. The man runs away because he has a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. Look, here's what Jesus is telling us. You're, you're led and, and um, you're, you're, uh, your shepherd ain't no hired hand. Your, your your shepherd is not is not a hired hand. He's an owner. And he loves you. Verse 14. I am. These are the I am sta statements in John. There's like seven of them. I am. Goes back to Genesis. I am. Remember when uh, Jacob said, the Lord, the Lord, I am, was in this place and I knew it not. I was not aware. Here, that same one. Jesus is saying, I am. The same God that was uh, revealed to Jacob, Jesus is him in flesh. Mm. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me. Just as the father knows me and I know the father, I lay down my life for the sheep. So what happens when the wolf comes and the good shepherd's watching the sheep? The good shepherd lays down his life. He lays down his life because the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but the 
but the uh, but Jesus came that you might have life and have it abundantly. So when uh, when it comes time to give His life for yours, He freely lays His life down. I lay down my life for my sheep, verse 16. I have other sheep that are not of this pen. I must bring them in also. Now, look, I want to tell you something. There's a little, little history of religions right here. There's a particular group, the Mormons, who try to say this is about people in America. It ain't. You know, Jesus is not talking about people in America. That the, the, the people from Joseph Smith and Joseph Smith and the Mormons, like that, these people of other pasture are those people of the Latter-day Saints in the United States. No. No, 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 no. Jesus is talking about Gentile. He's saying, he's talking to Israel. I have, I'm, I'm bringing you and I'm, the, I'm a, the shepherd for Israel, but I got sheep of other pens. In other words, I've got Gentile. I got Gentile believers that are going to be coming in too of all nations and races and tribes. I have other sheep that are not of this pen. I must bring them in also. They too will listen to my voice and there will be one flock and one shepherd. There's only one flock and only, only one body of Christ, only one church, only one church, only one Jesus, one mediator between man and, and God, the man Christ Jesus. It's only Jesus. The reason my father loves me is that I lay down my life only to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have authority to lay it down and the authority to take it up again. This command I received from the father. Hmm. Man, that's good stuff right there. Man, that's Jesus. That's awesome. Hey, just a reminder. So many good things to be reminded of today on this good word from, from the Bible. Hey, you may not be aware of it, but God's got you. He's all around you. And his desire for you is that you might have life and have it abundantly. This thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but he's come that you might have life. And, uh, and that's what he wants for you. He lays down his life for us. Mm. And you, you, you don't know what you don't know what's around the corner, but God does. And he's guiding, he's directing, he loves you, he's a good shepherd. He leads you to places that you need to go. He leads you to places that are good for you and good for me. And uh man, so we can step into the future with confidence, following our master, following our good shepherd, knowing that he loves us. He ain't no hired hand. Come on, he ain't no hired hand. He ain't gonna run when adversity comes, he's not gonna leave us out on our own. He's not going to leave us vulnerable, unprotected. He's not going to leave us like that because he's a good shepherd. If he has to, he'll lay down his life for us. Yes. And he did. He did on the cross. He laid down his life for us on the cross. When sin and death and destruction threatened us and the human race forever, Jesus said, not my will, but yours be done, Lord. And he gave his life for us on the cross so that we might have life and have it to the full. The, the thief came to steal, kill, and destroy but Jesus came that we might have life. Man, I love that. All right, you guys. Hey, you know what time it is? We read, we pray, we change the world. Let's pray. Lord, I want to thank you so much for your holy word. Thank you for this new year and the fact that we can carry your holy word into this new year. And it's the same yesterday, today, and forever. The grass withers and the flowers fail, but the word of God endures forever. So from generation to generation, from year to year, we go in with your word, with confidence, knowing that it will stand the test of time. It has stood this far and it will stand till the end. So God, we take your word to heart today, that you are with us, that you are a good shepherd, that you go before us, beside us, around us, and that uh, you never leave us nor forsake us. Lord, we believe with all of our heart 
that you want us to have life and have it to the full. So God, help us to walk by faith, not by sight, not to be uh, intimidated or frightened or, uh, or reluctant to follow you into the next day, the next week, the next year, because you are good. Lord, we're excited to see what you're going to do because uh, we, we know that you withhold no good thing from your children, those you love. So we thank you for that. We walk close to you with uh, expectation into this new year, knowing that you are a good, good father and you're a good shepherd and you delight in giving good things to your children. So, Lord, thank you for that. Thank you for my friends. I pray your blessings and encouragement upon them. Lord, maybe they're in a place right now where they feel like you're not there. May they be reminded today, just as Jacob was, that God was in this place and I knew it not, that God is with that you are with them. And so, Lord, may you encourage them by that. Bless them today, wherever they're going, whether they're going to their office, school, um, home, community, wherever they're going today. Lord, may you bless them, encourage them, give them peace and grace and bless them real good, we ask in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. God bless you today. Thank you so much for being on. Thank you for being a part of this podcast. Love you guys so much. Thank you for sharing, subscribing, leaving a comment. That always means so much. You guys are the best. We'll see you next time. Same time, seven o'clock as we continue our reading through the word of God. You guys have a great day. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us today on Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, please help us by spreading the word about the podcast. You can do that by giving us a thumbs up, subscribing, and sharing it with your friends. You can also find me, Pastor Terry, as well as Bayside Church in Safety Harbor, Florida, on all social media platforms. The church you will find at Bayside Church SH. Again, thank you for being with us today and for sharing this podcast with your friends. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.